Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi, and I work in digital entertainment, and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. Can't believe we made it. This is the 50th episode of Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. We made it one whole year, 50 episodes. We almost made 52, but here we are. You know, sometimes in life you do the best you can. So we'll be going down memory lane and reliving our past 49 episodes and telling you everything that we've learned and what we remember about recording those episodes. So we want to say thank you so much for joining us on this journey. It has been so much fun. 2019 will be even more popping but here we go let's turn back the clock let's do it so i think we gotta start with the podcast that started this whole or the episode that started this whole podcast which is that it's over boo it went up in flames after the sixth date better known as watergate this is the episode that inspired everything can you just tell me just quick literally five word yeah. summary of it but like why it was that deep that you had to do a whole podcast for one whole year to get over uh, it i think it's it was one of those things where truly there were so many different opinions on it that were on both different spe- spectrums and so i was just trying to wrap my head around like what is the right feeling about this and i think this episode taught me that you got to do you like if you don't feel like you were in a safe situation or in like a situation where you want to be with this person then you got to get out challenge it and maybe other people would do it differently but you got to follow your gut and i think that's what i learned from that episode i was just in shock because it just didn't make sense. It was six dates and everything went swimmingly. I actually met this person. Yeah, everyone loved him at the holiday party. And then things turned awry. And, you know, funny enough, that issue was never resolved. He never, no one ever got to the conclusion. Well, you guys never agreed on what should have happened. Yeah, so I think, like, the thing is, he called me and we had the conversation and it was still, like, I'm right, you're wrong. And what that taught me, it wasn't, like the fact that he thought he was right it's the fact that he was unwilling to see things from my perspective and that's something i cannot do for my future relationships right you know at least even see it yeah just see it just be like oh i understand i hear you i understand where you're coming from this is how i felt but like let's move forward you know we clearly miscommunicated on this one issue but we don't have to do it on future issues right and the other thing that i was thinking was well, do guys actually think that? Like, do people live go through their world really believing that the only way that they see it is, like, the only way they see it? And it had me shook because I already had preconceptions about Not things. Not everyone reads the four agreements. So everyone's assuming things left and right. There you go. Episode 
two, season That's one. Yeah. The ambiguous date. Are we dating or not? In the description, this was like early me trying to like be vulnerable and share my dating stories. As you can tell, I probably pulled back a lot. A lot. From like episode what two happened? onwards. I'm just like not that much of a share. I'll try more in 2019. Yeah. Um, but this was inspired by a guy who I thought it was something that it wasn't, y'all. It happens to the best of us, happens to the worst of us. I think it taught me you just have to you have to be clear about like what you're doing. Are you taking someone out on your date? Or mm. or, or wait, even before that, are you asking someone out on a date? Or are you just asking someone to like hang out? Because sometimes people need f- just friends too. Yeah. And, you know, and they're not trying to do all that. And that goes all the way back to the future with the James Henry episode mm-hmm. about that same thing of people not knowing if it's a date or a hangout and still going on with it and having that love and limbo in moment. Exactly. Be clear. Be clear Be about your intentions. intentions. And the universe. Oh, Univice. That's the wrong word. But Oprah's word, Oprah's thing she says is, be clear about your intentions and the universe will rise up to meet you exactly where you are. Speaking about being clear about your intentions, episode three, the second location hoax, he tried to hook up on the first date is exactly about that. I mean, this episode was me being conned into thinking this guy was going to make me dinner when he was really just trying to get some action. And I learned a lot from this episode. One, to never go back to anyone's place, which I didn't know was a thing. But two, to um, try to now have to read between the lines because you may think one thing, but someone else's intentions are elsewhere. Our description, so what she thought was a fun and extended date was really just a pursuit for something more. We were doing the most. We were doing the most. We were trying to really get out there. You're going to do what you got to do. Oh, my God. Don't go places. I don't know. How did you not know that? I didn't know that. I don't know. Like, even someone was like, like, when I was at this party, this um, that guy who I said was talking about um, how his friend won't even like approach women anymore was saying like obviously if you go back to someone's like room you know what's gonna happen and I'm like is it obvious so I don't know I'm still trying to learn what's obvious and what's not obvious because clearly I do not know that that is obvious now I do now I'm not going back to anyone's place even if they offer to cook me a six course meal she's like I'm not doing it with you uh-uh. and then the next episode this was um, the thin line between love and obsession oh, when Chris. you go too far that was with Chris who was on actually last week's episode um, you know I never met someone who had done the most in dating and, and, <laughs> and Chris was that that my favorite part of that episode was when he tried to fling the box of chocolates on Valentine's Day to that person's door and it didn't make it. So he went and bought a broom <laughs> or a Swiffer to try to push it to their door. That's, that's dedication. You gotta be dedicated. I told I told someone that Chris is gonna come on the show last week. They were like the guy who threw the thing. <laughs> that's not the branding that you. <laughs> You'll never forget. I'll never forget that because it was just someone doing the most, but like. Would you ever do being that resource, much? Being resourceful. Um, I 
I don't get this thing about people showing up to people's residences without them knowing. Like, Don't be popping up unannounced. Maybe in a movie that works, but like today I would be like, where's my pepper spray? Because I just don't need people popping out of crevices and surprising me with random things. Even sometimes I get scared that like a random package will be sent to me. And I'll be like... And you open it and you're like, oh my gosh. And die. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I would do a cute thing where we meet in person because we were planning on meeting in person. Right. What was next? The five minute date. How does that go on bad dates? You know, with this one though, I don't really believe that's a way to do it. Because we talked about the five minute phone and call. And you tried it. I tried it. Yeah. And I love that you implement the stuff. You I know? do implement the stuff. You know, what I've learned, though, is even with phone calls, sometimes crazy slips through the cracks. Yeah, because people know how to, like, finagle, finagle and say stuff. And you can't read body language. You can't see what they're doing if they're reading off a script. You can't see any of that. So, I don't know. That whole episode taught me that... People can really be deceiving about who they are and tell you what you want to hear. And you might have a three hour long, amazing phone conversation and meet them and be scared for your life. So also need to fix the description. It says going on a lot of bad dates. We think it's time to stop the shenanigans and have a filtering process. I think she's saying start having a filtering process. Introducing the five minute day popularized by Matthew Hussey. But people love Matthew Hussey's stuff, though. You know, I think his he was saying a five minute coffee date. What's that? That's a that's like meeting up. That's no. Was he? That's just like the coffee comes to the table and you gotta go now. I don't know. I have to check in on what that was. I don't think it was online dating though. No, I think it was phone call. I think it's the same thing. Just the no. Call. Oh no no no. The five minute date was like anywhere in life. Like have a mini date moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, if you're standing in line at Starbucks and you look at the person in front of you and you have eye contact and you say like oh what drink did you just get? Or like, have you been to this coffee shop? Do you have any recommendations? And like, like initiating a first date moment. Right. In person, which I think like that's more of the right approach than doing the phone call. The next episode hit a nerve. I remember this, oh, this because it was so unexpected. Because, you know, at, up until that time, we're like, just tell crazy dating stories, mm. right? At the beginning of the podcast. And then we decided, what about something really practical that, like, just everyone goes? Because not everyone, you know, is slinging a box of chocolates over the thing and getting a Swiffer to push it to the door, you know? Sometimes people just want just a regular. And here we started talking about finances. Finances. And when we put this out, the number of people that were so triggered. So it was about this. Our guest, Adam, at the time, talks about um, his girlfriend that had asked him to pay for her rent. Mm. And people were up in arms. People were up in arms, but I also started that conversation of like, on dates, who pays? And what's the proper protocol and etiquette with that? And even now, I still think there is confusion there, you know, with first dates, like do you offer, do you not offer? I know we go back and forth on this. Um, but the I do reach, think, do the reach. Um, I, I like what one of our guests said, where it's like, do the reach if you want to do the reach. Right. If you intend to, then pay. If you intend to pay and you're okay with paying, do the reach. But if you, in that moment, are like, I'm having a good moment. I like this romantic connection. And I like being in this romantic state where maybe, like, 
putting that forth or splitting it takes away that magic. And especially if it's in the beginning, I think it's fine. I think, you know, once you get into a relationship, that's when, of course, things should be split. And I don't think anyone should be paying for everything. But I do think that there should be a courtship moment um, which is something that we talked about with Adam and he agreed as well. And, and I think it's about being creative. Like I love how he said he would make dinners and cook for her. Cause it's not that expensive to cook a dinner and you have like a really nice time too. So get creative. What was that? Oh, 3am date. She's dropped her standards to date a DJ. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I actually, for- oh my gosh. This is good. I actually forgot about this episode. She was doing a lot. The standards <laughs> were dropped. Most. But we've all been there where you really like just do things that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah, because you really like someone and, and especially because she was like discovered off Instagram. I think it was that thought of like someone saw my picture and they saw something in me and they wanted to get me, get to know me better there i'm special everyone wants to feel special and i think like because of that that led her down a road to maybe compromise herself so that she could continue having that feeling yeah ever been so in love with someone that you lose yourself in the process that is this story this is that story she fell in love with the glamour of his life but not the real him subscribe rate and review um so how still to this day though, as I think about this episode, yeah. how do you stop that? I guess it's like everything I've been saying. It's like last I, episode. I think it's respecting yourself also. You know, if a guy says I think we every episode we still talk about like how we try to go with the flow and mm-hmm. it's like accommodating the other person. And she truly was accommodating the other person so much that like anything was okay fair game and i think no we need to if that pattern continues and everyone starts doing that why wouldn't the guy continue to do that why wouldn't he put it on his own schedule we need to be firm and know our value in the situation too it's true episode nine the breakup text would you rather be ghosted or get a breakup text so now we were like you know oh my god i remember this because it was that guy remember when i put we asked it on facebook and the threads just kept going um this is when we were like okay you can do sensational story like fun story but also just like back i think the practical episodes like just like the small things that happen in like people's lives whether it's like paying or like how like the right text i feel like the most the ones that like resonate the most because i think it's the hardest stuff yeah. like the crazy person you know it was a crazy time it was fun yeah. then you like get over it but um and then you started doing breakup texts right yeah after this. so um i was dating someone at the time and after like the sixth um date he sent me this breakup text which was uh, i think we're looking for different things and like i really had a good time getting to know you and it was just like the really honestly the sweetest breakup text i've ever gotten and i appreciated him so much more for sending that than for and even though like i think both of us were on the same page with that i think it really takes someone strong to like do something like that because it is a scary thing. Now I like definitely do that and i i saw this other thread in this chat where the person's like if you go on a date 
you have to give that person a response whether it's a no or whether it's a thank you let's do this again you everyone's human and like people just need to know so stop putting them in limbo stop playing don't just stop playing these games out there Ooh, the next one was with drea mm-hmm. how to slide into the dms practical advice that works did she give advice or was she telling her story she told the story she told her story but then we like came up with some fun <laughs> dms to use to slide oh my god jog my memory it was like it was about basketball so i think like one of them was like um I want to shoot my shot with you mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, like, no. have um, you, did you, did, have you ever slid into a DM? No, but recently I've been getting like all these people from online dating because they just stop responding. They just slide into my DMs and I'm like, what? No, like I don't want to do like, there's a reason why I didn't respond on the online dating site. But actually there's this one cute guy that I like, I don't know how I started following him like from the past. And I recently thought like, I want to slide into his DMS, but I didn't know how. And so I just didn't (laughs) cause it's kind of weird too. Like why is this person sliding into my DMS and will they ever see it? Right. I still can't get comfortable with that. How about you? No, I did not. I'm gonna try maybe 2019 one. No, but you talked about how you would do it on Facebook messenger like i did it on facebook yeah Yeah. how did that end up the person responded but like we didn't really chat properly and then Mm. i just like got over it i'm generally not a good like instant messaging person right text or any platform so it's just probably not the best medium for me but i don't know it works for so many people to like do that i just need to know like i don't know i don't know our next episode was our first podcast collab with Too Old to Date. Oh, that this was is fun. when we were like, oh my God, people hit us up. It was dating someone at work. <laughs> Can you find love with a cutie from work? Uh, I totally said this on the episode too, and I still believe this now. I will always like do the most with people at work because I like get. I, I will not. Well, okay, that sounded weird. But what I meant is like, if I feel like there's a connection with someone and I and it's being reciprocated, like it always should be mutual and consensual. Um, then like I think you should pursue it. I don't think that you should not pursue something because you're afraid. Um, if both people, if you if you know that both people are interested. Right. But I think now it's just gotten into this territory where it's just harder um but when we talked to too old to date they also talked about how they're open to it as well and how um you never know where you'll find love you just don't um and i think just being open um and i gave the yogurt land story of like i like told this guy that i work with that i think we should date and i was having yogurt land and he's like i don't think that's a good idea this is like my first job or like my second job and then i was so upset i like dropped my yogurt land on the floor and ran away anyway we're still friends so you know what like shoot your shot then i was so much more confident than i am now i don't know why Bring her um, back. Bring her back. The next no. episode, you should describe it. Or you should read the full description, too. This is when we became a hit. Okay, y'all? And you know I'm a humble person. But this is when 
the views sh- like we were doing things now it just shot up <laughs> yeah. and like people notice yeah do you want to tell them you, you oh. so this was with kendall the title mm-hmm. was x factor he waited for her to try again with her ex does an old flame ever come back into your life and make you reconsider everything? Kendall shares her story of falling in love with a new man a couple of months after breaking off a five-year relationship. Following her heart, she ended up leaving her current boyfriend after six months for an ex-boyfriend who she thought was her only possible happy ending. But things aren't always what they seem. Mm. Kendall takes us through her journey of following her heart and trying to find out how to let go of what other people would think of her choices in order to do what would ultimately make her happy. Ah, oh, that's a good description. Yeah, Wait, that's you, a can good you write more like that, please? <laughs> I think this is when you were writing the descriptions. It Did I write went, this? It just went downhill from there. Yes, you were writing the descriptions, and then when it switched over to me, and then you were like, "You have too many typos. I'm doing it." Yeah, and then I don't know. I'm not as like much of a storyteller people as you need are. stories but this episode i always recommend it to people because it truly makes you believe in love again the, f- the first episode i recommend as well what do you so recommend magical. other than this one i do this one for sure um, and i do the red flags did we miss that we missed it i think it's because it got published at a later time oh it's missing is it still there the warning signs i no. think it was called the warning signs. i was wondering why there's a thing missing there's a warning signs chica's episode where is it <gasps> oh is God. it on yours we need to find we out. We need what to find happened. it. Should we just republish it? I think maybe we should republish it as like a <laughs> best episode yeah, of the Yeah, that one was good. Anyway, um, sorry, talk about Kendall. It made you believe in love. Yeah, it just made me feel like you just have to follow your heart. I think so many times you think like this is practical. This is who I should be with, um, and it's working. If it's not broken, um, why try to fix it? Right? Is that the quote? <laughs> but I love how she was all about the science and all about the magic. She really brought the magic into love, which you don't hear about that much anymore. No, no, you do not. Oh, red flags. When they show you, they're crazy. Was that next? Believe them, yes. Oh, okay. Ooh, I was like... It's here, guys. Because um, you want to talk about this episode This was my friend, Chica. Doing whatever it takes to find love in limbo land and maybe going mm. too far. We had a guest appearance with Chica and she had her story of going on a date with a psychic, even though she shouldn't have gone. So, you know, she was in a stage which was open, maybe too open. Too open. I had my friend listen to this and she's like, when she started talking about the whispering voice, I was like, get out. I'm like, that's when she's playing. Yeah. She's, pl- she's playing if she's still going on that date. Exactly. And I'm like, because now it's like, you need to stop. You need stop to stop it now. But um, the psychic part, though. Yeah. The, the part I First, think yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the most shocking part where he sent her the letter saying mm-hmm. that because she doesn't eat because she eats meat she has decayed carcasses in her body <laughs> and they won't be able to produce um high well, quality children yeah, with his it? powers Oh, God. That was a mess. That was a mess. And she still went on the date. But I I still think, you know, it ended up great. She went on the date. He also it? oh, it turned out he had um telekinetic powers he could move stuff but she didn't ask him to move stuff on the oh, table because like, she knew it would move but he she started giving him life advice i mean it, you know she turned it around to just help him sometimes you gotta help a person out 
No, I'm not here to be a <laughs> coach or consultant unless I'm being paid. Okay. Thank you. Um, the next one. Oh, I love this one. From Tinder Swipes to Wedding Vows with Kaylee and Zach. You know what I like about this one? And we were talking about this earlier is that you really hear about how nothing starts off perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, like he was talking about his anxiety and how like Kaylee like came over to his place the first five dates. And because of that, he was able to become comfortable with her. But I think not a lot of people are understanding. And I think people are so quick to judge and make snap, you know, Oh, this person doesn't want to take me out to somewhere nice. Oh, he's out. And it's like, that's a wrap for me. They really, that this episode taught me more about patience and meeting someone where they are and working through that together yeah this is super inspirational it's like you know you don't have to rush like sl just slow it down like really slow get it to down things. and you can find something and also magical. fight for what you want like you gotta not well fight the strong words but like push through you know and really like i think both of them were really good communicators and communicated to each other constantly and because of that they were able to create this relationship um that's strong and um also they're each other's best friends so i think that's also key too is find someone who will also be your best friend that's true great episode great really, episode really nice episode. you gotta be in a hopeful place though otherwise it might just take you down the next one Ooh, this was when this so we didn't you. have a guest and i remember us not having a guest and like well, i guess let's just talk about our lives and i was like i'm leaving the apps who wrote this because i think it's good it sounds like me it's you you wrote all of them until like i was fed up <laughs> oh. was online dating has been around for years and for years now and those who haven't found a successful relationship find themselves frustrated with love and wanting more from the online dating experience um we di dive into why taking a break might be a good option um you've decided now I know you're not like like uh, i'm never it's again different. it's more like i use them i think it's different yeah so when we spoke here i was like i always say the line like even if you're crawling crawl like never completely delete and get off like go slow if you need to go slow but don't stop and i think like i'm not deleting my online dating profiles but i definitely am putting more weight into my irl mm -hmm. interactions uh so when i see someone i do try to make that eye contact now inspired by one of our more recent episodes i do try to smile and i do try to get to know the people around me versus swiping away on an app right but not to say that you i don't believe i can find that person on an app either yeah i think i might have like just stopped hmm. yeah. yeah you yeah. stopped i stopped i mean like wait just real talk how many dates have you gone on this year oh my god like i think i could count them like three right on one hand i don't know what the years are anymore to be honest okay i think it was like three 2017 and 18 all blurry to me it's yeah. like one honestly but maybe maybe mm. probably like three to five yeah not a lot no i was like you know I can't, I can't be there right now. I have yeah. like other things that I just can't do like yeah. the other energies. But like that's not a way to live. You can't be you can't just like stop everything. Yeah. The perfect wait, was that next? What was next? The yeah, perfect day. The perfect first day. Cuz we were talking about like what's the perfect first day. Was this a guest? It was just said, us. 
I think it was us. And I think you said yours was just coffee. I love a conversation. Does that sound right? I think so. What is the description? It just says, first date's always rough to navigate in the search for love in a perfect relationship. Did I write that? Sounds like I, I think wrote you it. do. I like any of those lines that are just like so generic because people respond. Where to go, what to do, and how to make it feel like something special is a point, point, pain point for many. What do you do first after the dating apps? Yeah, because remember I was talking about how I love activity dates? Mm-hmm. I think that's what we discussed on this one mm-hmm. is... Uh, but then there was the other point where, like, if you do the activity, sometimes you don't really get to know the other person because mm-hmm. you're so trapped in, like, the craft night mm-hmm. or the whatever. But I was saying you learn from that person. So at the craft night, do they bring you paint when they go to get paint and little things that you pick up on that you wouldn't if you were just having a conversation? It's so one dimensional. I still get stressed out about that idea because I need my, my craft to turn out good, you know? No, but I like when it does it. And I like when, like, you can help each other. Mm-hmm. I think it. It's a partnership. Okay. From it's a the first start. date. From okay. We start. don't need to be. But then I also talked about how I did like used to do like the same first date at mm-hmm. the same bar mm-hmm. um, because I had a parking space and the and the drinks were cheap. So I didn't have to worry about like the guy feeling like, oh, I can't afford this mm-hmm. or, you know. Um, so I, I still I dilly dally between the two, depending on like how I feel about the guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um dating outside of your race this was next right and chica yeah. came back she came back. Had a lot of thoughts about this um what was anything st- i mean i know her thoughts because chica and i share the same thoughts and it was mm-hmm. things around fetishizing beauty standards like mm-hmm. music taste like just even like talking about race mm-hmm. um for me, I think it was one of the episodes in general. Like I like all the episodes, but I felt it was I was really talking about my true like everyday experience, and I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I learned anything more; it was more just sharing. Yeah. But I don't know. Did you take anything from it? Uh, I think I mean this definitely inspired the next episode mm-hmm. because I do think that like backgrounds. I don't know. My parents also say this all the time too. Is like try to find someone who has as many similar things as you as possible in terms of like upbringing culture race religion because um you just have more connection points and understanding points and like they say a lot of they found they say you know they have the persian therapists and stuff that they listen to on the radio there's one called like dr holakali and he basically like says all this stuff but he has like old school thinking but they were just like all about that way of the more connection points you have someone the more you can understand their behavior why they do things Mm -hmm. and it's like goes back to like cultural things like and you know how you grew up with race with religion like how you interact with those different pieces um so if your partner grew up and you always say this too is like you want someone to understand right um that's the biggest piece for you and that's why i think that's where they come from like date someone within your own race and religion because they'll definitely understand versus having to teach and educate someone which i also think is an important responsibility too True. so the next one oh my god this episode ah! got us on sirius xm it actually did, and it had a lot of people talking people were talking people were shaking shaking in their shaking. boots and it's i'll only date a jewish person religion and dating um how important is it to be in a relationship with someone who practices the same religion jewish christian catholic 
In the online dating world, we have J-Date and Christian Mingle. Do you prefer those to Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, okay, Hinge, and eHarmony? Alana and her boyfriend Harrison join us and special guest host Chica to talk about religion in the context of dating. This is me trying to pack as many SEO terms. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I was struck by the first three sentences. But But listen, it did well. Sometimes you gotta you gotta it make it easy well. for people to find you. And she was very passionate. And I think some people were like a little shocked. But what I really appreciate about Olana is that she believes what she believes and she like sticks to it. And I think it was interesting also hearing Harrison's perspective as well, because they did have differing perspectives on this, but how they were both together, given they had different views on dating outside of religion. He was more flexible than her. That one, Harrison was like, I really like liked his energy. Mm-hmm. Very so, practical. Oh, so practical, very open. Very open yeah. and practical. Yeah, because it's hard to like be open you know it's hard and i think especially with like religion it is something that you're born with it's not some and you know i think like the biggest issue is that a lot of people like oh as long as they were born jewish it doesn't matter if they like practice it or you know they can be atheist or agnostic but they were born jewish so it's okay and i think that's the part that i struggle with is if i don't truly like believe in it um and believe in like a higher power that's what kind of is the disconnect for me like i would never date like or i i don't i don't want to say never but i it would be hard for me to date an atheist or not which one's a, a atheist the one they don't believe in anything because um i don't know how we would connect on different beliefs and and morals and values given that you know that's true that's true that's hard. I'm still like, you got to believe in something. Yeah. But um, it was great. It was great to for me to hear about a, a religion that I don't know very well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and to like see that outside of myself and this mm-hmm. and the the passion that Ilana mm-hmm. felt about like her religion. Yeah. is the same passion I feel about race. And mm-hmm. we just see that from like another person. Right. Yeah um and then you know oh also that was chica's third appearance on the podcast she's yeah. the recurring character here she is <laughs> yeah. um oh the next one was really good yeah. the how to optimize your online dating profile we had danielle uh, bloom on this episode and she's a law of attraction expert and psychotherapist how'd you meet her i met her i think she just found the podcast and mm-hmm. messaged us mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I think that's what happened. And it was a great episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. I think like learning about how like to present yourself even on online dating is so important. Like have a pic, like that first picture should be like a face. Yeah, I've never, I've never forgot that. I've never forgot that. And I noticed that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if a guy is smiling and it's like a kind of LinkedIn shot, I'm like, okay, I like this professional. That's very helpful for all y'all still struggling out there in these streets. Get that right first photo. Yeah. Just like do the photo. Like just like listen to the episode and just do what she says. It really helps. And also like the bio. She also said about the bio, like don't not put something there, put something there because like if you don't put something there it means you're relying on your looks to take you all the way yeah. and that simply is not enough oh my god the next one oh. i think it's the most 
listen to. I'm just checking the most popular. Yeah, it's the the first episode was. and this one. Yeah. How to gain confidence in dating and sex, which like is cool. <laughs> you know, because I'm very, I'm actually like pretty reserved. And the fact that this is the most popular episode, I guess it just reflects the taste of the people. Yeah, I think this is a definitely a hard episode. Um, you Why was it hard it for you to? Because, uh, uh, like, <laughs> I feel like talking about sex always makes me feel like a little like twelve-year-old girl. And ma'am, you grow and you need to get and it together. And hearing people. Um, uh, hearing how people approach it always makes me nervous. Yeah, and we had Chris Alvino, founder of, founder and head coach at Sexual Leadership, taking us through his personal journey, going th- from an inexperienced dater in his twenties to becoming a master of dating and sex. He was trying to teach us a lot. I think it's also good to have people who just push you. Yeah. To like have conversations of things that like, not just for like salacious reasons, yeah. but like because it's important like it's also part of life you know what i liked about that episode or what i thought was interesting about the episode was some excuse me multiple um online dating profiles Mm -hmm. for your different needs like if you want someone more sexual to have a different type of profile if you want someone more straight laced to have a different profile so you can attract the person for each mood um i definitely see people right now um that have different profiles it's like a b testing you know what do people respond to yeah yeah and then the next week the next episode this is a fun time oh my god remember this week this is the week we were doing the most so the next one was facebook dating mm-hmm. when they announced um yeah the facebook will be at, at f8 they announced yeah. the facebook dating, dating app um and we're like oh we gotta jump on you gotta get on the seo you gotta be the first thing that they search plus we also got featured that week yeah on apple podcast which fun. is like really cool that's fun so i think a lot of people of listeners many who are still listening today came from like that apple feature time which yeah. is like super dope that was really cool but i think why um that was exciting for us was because everyone's looking for the next thing you know and we work in the app world like everyone's looking for the next app to save them and i think like anytime someone comes up with a solution or something we all get really excited and that was like how we were feeling you know this might be the answer to why we're having so many issues Mm -hmm. um because maybe they'll find a way to connect us to people in a way that's more organic and based on connection and less based on just like your profile and right your photos and people try a lot of things i think i think all to, i feel like all tools apps whatever are great i still think irl is best but it's just really mm-hmm. hard. it's just the hardest it's really hard yeah the next <gasps> one we were one. really just this one had people shaking this one was intense <laughs> people literally were like who is he um should you wait until marriage to have sex so this was with rob kowalski self-proclaimed reformed bad boy and author of why waiting works um so basically was like you know doing the most he said he had had sex with like over 200 women mm-hmm. and he realized that um in order to truly connect with someone he had to cut out the sexual part and become a born-again virgin and what did you think about that kudzi i mean it was a lot you know um but you so read I, all these books like yeah. you know um how 
the Steve Harvey one where he's like, wait 90 days right. or all this stuff where it's like sex, you know, Patty Stanger, millionaire matchmaker says like no sex before monogamy. Like all these people that say it like messes with your mind and doesn't allow you to like make smart decisions. Right. So like when I was listening to him speak and like doing the podcast and like even reflecting now i don't agree with like the things that he says but mm-hmm. i think i i think when i always listen i'm like what how do people get to where they get to mm-hmm. i think it's all like searching for more so that's mm-hmm. like that's his journey right yeah. just like looking for like a deeper connection to himself and like more what he wants from life yeah. um so that part is good because everyone's journey is different you don't have to be a bad boy yeah um, and it opened him up to other things like he started that organization mm-hmm. that nonprofit for connecting people so i think the what that was saying was sometimes you need to distance yourself from things that might because he was in that world because he was you know was he a dancer i think he was a dancer and um he also like was drinking and taking part of that party life it really didn't allow him to showcase his talents and i think once he stopped that he said he was able to bring those to light and also like have more valuable meaningful connections because they weren't based on being drunk or anything Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. oh episode 22 oh my god (gasps) this one's a fun one tell us about it not negotiable she must love my doc with james this was really hard for me to sit through (laughs) tell me why james who we love dearly was talking about his companion Mm. nala and how special she is to his life and tiffany was just like not having it people were like after listening to this they're like shocked that he had this perspective why would because i'll tell you i think it's one thing to like love your dog and you know have a companion and feel that way i think it's another when it hinders you from living your life because you're canceling plans to lay on a couch with your dog you wrote this description and his inability to make compromises when it comes to him and his companion in regards to dating. I just felt like you, you that attacked opener, him. What was my opener? It was so good. I think it might've been that. Like, uh, I just feel like you kind of attacked him. I don't think I attacked him. Um, you were both doing the most actually. I think we had different perspectives and I love this podcast so much because it allows us <laughs> to have really healthy conversations about things that mean a lot to us. Him, his dog, me finding um, relationships and experiences outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Okay. Spin it up. <laughs> Wrap it in a bow. Um, the next one was LA date ideas that end in disaster from escape rooms oh. to cooking classes to hiking days. We this break down the best days to go on in the Sea of Angels. This was... The one where you talked about going on the hiking date where the guy held your hand. hand. Oh, gosh. Don't hold people's hands on the first date. I think hiking dates are always like kind of weird because you're both sweaty and panting and you have to rate the right outfit and it's like you have to have the cute athletic wear it can't be your like ratchet athletic wear like your actual hike wear you actually have to like go shopping for a cute athletic outfit yeah i think in this it was like okay the podcast is called love in limbo land as in los angeles can you tell us about los angeles so (laughs) i think that's what we're doing like the best places to go the places not to go but there are like so many good places i don't know why we talked about ending in disaster when they should be fun 
We should do um, twenty nineteen. The, the best. That like uplift you and inspire you. You know, we were the, we must have been down in the dumps during that time. When was why this? are we saying that end in disaster? It was May. There has to be something more about this episode. Starting Hold to be on. cold. Um, but they can also be a flop if you don't know where what you're getting yourself into. You wrote that. Oh, but we give you the best location and activities to make the most of your experiences. So I do think I suggested like sort of the top of cooking classes, um, craft days at the craft museum, uh, paint nights, which they also have, um, terrarium nights, uh, concerts rooftop movies i mean la is so amazing because you could literally do anything cute outside you love los angeles i've come to like it more and more i mean how could you not okay next it's hard work the truth about dating for marriage oh this was with mitch and michelle i learned a lot from this episode because i had no idea how complex relationships are to this degree Mm -hmm. That it's really hard. It's a lot of work. The ups, the downs, the getting to the marriage, the keeping the marriage alive. I feel like around this time in the podcast, like halfway through the first um, year, I started realizing like it's hard for everyone. It's not the beginning. It's hard to mm. the, the, to get to the next thing. It's hard during the actual relationship. It's hard when it ends. Like dealing with other people is beautiful, but it can also be challenging. And there's no like easy path to like no. your happiness. And like knowing that is so um, freeing. Yeah. And I think what I learned from them is if you love that person, you will work together on finding solutions. And that's what they did. Like, I think they talked about a point where they broke up. And then she said, you know, I think they both said they couldn't imagine their lives without each other. And they were willing to work through all of the more intricate parts of their relationship uh to get to that happy marriage life yeah the next episode so tiffany had gone on a retreat she needed a moment (laughs) i wanted a radical intimacy retreat and it was radical radical so she came back with a whole bunch of statistics of like why you need to be in a relationship otherwise you you could kill yourself (laughs) like literally literally you can die like six years earlier than you're supposed to you're like if you break a bone it'll take longer to heal if you don't have love in your life people are having sex with robots i mean that whole retreat got me shook in were these just the like core. random correlations or <laughs> no this is done no, by um i think it's indiana university by the kinsey institute um and funded through match.com and they basically match wants found, you to like use their things no but people. they also do research and want to find like these were researchers um doing figuring out these statistics but you gotta look where the money comes from first with any okay, research sure. but that's just me um but like i believe i believe it's strong it was really cool to hear some of these wait facts. this one wasn't it because this is the one where we have teddy joining us to share his style of dating I think no this is the mind-blowing facts behind why you should be dating wait we're, oh okay sorry i yeah. like jump to the next one okay. but yeah i think that one is true like we need to like be more open to relationships and because you can help each other be your best selves. Like you can there only you get to a point by yourself. You Together you can be, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z. 
Together as one. <laughs> Together as one. Okay. The next one was the monogamy might actually be dead. This was um, Teddy joined us to share his style of dating where monogamish is the new norm. What did you think about that? I mean, it's one of those things that's like good for me to know, but it's a lot. I just feel like being monogamish is a lot of energy to give out to like a lot of people at the same time. It's hard. I think there's people who are so good at being open and trying that world out. But for me, it's like I just want one person. I don't need five. I don't need more than one. But it can be fun. But it's not my kind of fun. Right. You know, I understand that. I feel like for some people it could be really great because they're getting something different from each partner. Like, for instance, one partner could be the person that you go dancing with who has like the same interests as you. And one could be the one that you have more like physical chemistry with one could be the one that you have more intellectual conversations with but you know i'm willing to compromise in some of those areas to just have like one person I feel you. yeah and just keep it simple keep it simple wait remind me of the next one she waited 12 years to break up with him. yes that was a jest where she was in that relationship with the guy for 12 years but after year seven mm-hmm. she was like oh i'm not feeling it or after year five she thought i wasn't feeling it and she kept it going for seven more years you know that told me you gotta be you gotta be you gotta take your life into your own hands you You really have to if it's not gonna work you have to stop you have to stop well it was also that situation where she said where she broke her leg and he didn't even come and instead like when he finally like called her back after the missed calls he yelled at her for not being responsible mm-hmm. rather than saying, like, are you okay? Which is craziness. And I was like, girl. Sometimes going to cuss him out. No. The next one was Matchmaker's Tips. Oh, this one was great. With Jenny Jacobs. She's awesome. That was cool. She joined us and she shared tips to find love and reveals a personal tale of how she found the love of her life through online dating. This is really good, actually. This is super good because I think we... She tried to really get to the bottom of why we're still single what did she find what was that exercise she had the river yes or was it the guy no that was chris the chris to the river oh that was a good one um for chris's episode it was basically like put your your like negative thoughts on a leaf and let them float away was that it summary something like that <laughs> um jenny i think she said i think she was the person who said like list all of the th- like things that you want out of your partner like what are you looking for and be intentional i need to listen to that again yeah i just feel like 2019 is coming for me and I just gotta, it's gonna be that right that was a good one to listen to again yeah. um tips for online dating success and i think she, she definitely talked about like not overlooking people i think that one kind of scared me a little because it scared. made me yeah it made me think like oh am i passing up on people too fast and i think it i regressed because of that mm-hmm. you know like i started saying yes to people that i didn't like because they had the baseball card yeah, yeah, like let's be open it's like girl no i was too yeah. open yeah. it's too open there's a fine line and then we have dating Rachel. without any physical time oh my God, this is really again anything that like is really like um about like people's like core beliefs i yeah. love like this is one of those where it's like you just have people have their things yeah like that are different you know what i'll yours. never forget and i still like for every situation think this because i am a spiritual person but i remember 
we were talking about i'm like well don't you ever get nervous about like saying the wrong thing over the phone because they do those phone screeners and she said no because i know whatever comes out of my mouth is what god wanted to have come out of my mouth and so it's like a way for you to not doubt yourself mm -hmm. in that moment um and i find myself now doing this for like interviews for like conversations like whatever came out of my mouth like it was like supposed to come out yeah like it, even when like i prepared i did what i had to do and then what i said is what i had what came needed out. to say yeah and and not to apologize for it because clearly it came from somewhere you know yeah you got to be willing to like like just forward motion present and forward motion because yeah. always agonizing about the past that was a really great episode it was so eye-opening because it was one because i was learning about a culture that i didn't know I love those the most. Yeah, the resume part was really interesting too. Mm -hmm. Like having, basically it's like having your baseball card stats, but also like having someone look that over like they would uh, another type of resume, you know, and telling you actually this, you need to change this to reflect what you're actually looking for. And then we had Jan. Oh, yeah. breaking up to find yourself. This is an interesting episode, and I think one that a lot of people connected with. I remember we put this on Facebook, too, where, where we wrote, um, have you ever broken up with someone even though everything was fine? And Kendall, obviously, like, she responds to, yeah, my episode. But so many people, like, they have this gut feeling that it might be time to let go. And I think it's so inspiring that these people are so in tune with themselves where they're able to do that. A lot of people like Jess, she stayed in for 12 years. I think he stayed in for five years. The sooner you're able to kind of um, realize what you want and take action, the better. Do you listen to your gut? I've been better about doing that. Mm -hmm. I, um, I think now if I'm not excited I know what excitement is. Mm -hmm. I literally know when I see something and I want it. I'm like, I want that. I want to try to get it. Yeah. You know, like for the reach schools, like, can I get this? Can I like convince someone? You know, I think it kind of goes back to that episode with Ben too. It's like when you really want to try, when you really want to be your best you, because like, that person's a 10 so you want to bring the 10 right um but i think that's what jan was saying is that he still needed to work on himself he needed to bring his best self to the table and the reason why he wasn't happy is because he felt like he wasn't able to do that with where he was in his life um and how he needed to break up to to get to that place to bring the right man forward to the table Oh my god, the next episode I just don't even remember. Risky social media behavior, the pros and cons that come with sharing your personal uh, brand on social I know media. This. It's because literally my mind I is blank. Is this around Father's Day? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> um, it was spawned from me going out. Okay, love my parents. Um, I really do. But you know, I think they come from a more traditional background where like being extra is just not a thing right. and they don't understand it. And at the time I was doing like skincare routines on Instagram stories. Remember those? I was doing and you're the jade most. rolling. Yeah, I was jade rolling my face. I was talking about like how to beautify myself. I was talking to the camera. I was doing reviews. I was doing the most. <laughs> I was, just, we were doing a lot. Yeah. I took my reviews down. And my, Why were we doing all of that? 
but you know what? I wish no one had said anything to me because I had fun doing that, you know? Right. I truly But did. were we doing it for fun or were we just needing to do something? I feel like... To feel something. Or am I being too deep? Um, I don't know. I really think I was d- expressing myself. It was fun. I literally enjoyed Yeah, because it. we were expressing ourselves. And I love... My favorite thing is like discovering things and sharing it with the world. Um... Kind of like that's what this podcast is right and for me like that was like doing the reviews doing the product stuff trying different things and it was right after beauty concert so i had all these products right. and i was just like yeah i want to tell people what's good to use um but it also forced me to take care of myself and do self-care so it was really like a two-in-one not only could i express myself and be silly and i i think about like imagine if like someone said bad th- you know said the things that like someone wrote on the reviews like tiffany has a sharp voice or whatever i'm torn about this podcast like if i let those things stop me we wouldn't be at episode 50 and i think like for the risky social media behavior um i let people's opinion i ended up deleting remember my instagram oh yeah and people were like what happened and my guy friend was like oh yeah you know guys like a little mystery like you're too out there and all these people like coming together and like sharing that about me made me think okay i'm gonna stop and i stopped and but i kind of want i want to go back i hate that i let their words stop me from expressing myself. Literally, you're speaking my 2018 life. Because you know I, like, pulled all the way back. Yeah, you pulled all the way back. But, like, I loved all your videos. Right. Even when you did that, you did one about our podcast that was, like, the most. And I don't know whose episode you were talking oh, about. Oh, like, a couple weeks ago when I was talking about... I can't remember what it was. It was. It was. Oh, it was um about the person who, about forty turning forty and oh um, yes, yes, not being scared about being single in your forties. And you did this really hilarious. It was like such a good story that I like screen recorded and posted online. I'm like, I'm taking this. But I pulled back because people were well. I felt like people were coming for me, yeah. and like sometimes they weren't, but some were. Then also like, do I even want that? And it just felt very um. It's a very vulnerable place to be when you're like giving yeah. and you're like sharing and you're having fun and people are like, why are you doing that? Like that's why. But you know what? But I loved it. Though. Yeah, I loved it. And the yeah. most successful people keep going. That's like thing. everyone will tell them, no, you're crazy. No, and like imagine if we didn't stop. Like sometimes I'm like, how about if I didn't stop? Like where would I be today? Would I have like my own? Would I? You know, I don't even know what that would look like, mm-hmm. but. I sometimes like am sad that I let other people's opinions like take away my sparkle and shine. Yeah, no, that's very important. Because some people loved that. Like I had so many people, you probably had so many people too say like, what happened to those Insta stories? Yeah. Like you or were even so like skincare funny. or people like, so what products? I'm like, I can't, I don't post those anymore. Yeah. Um, but or like my voicemails. People are like, where the yeah. my gr- girl? Your yeah, voicemails. And like, even with myself, like people are like, I love just like seeing your facial expressions without any volume on. Right. Like it and it made people happy mm. and entertained mm. them. And we're like, everything is not for everyone. And I That's think thing. I, I need to realize. Oh, very important. Reason. I'm not. There's this book, a chapter in Amanda Seals book or book name, whatever. Um, I'm not for everyone. Just realizing that yeah. and saying and just keep it moving helps yeah. everything. Because, like, yeah, the person didn't like your voice, so. 
Okay. The next one I can't even talk about. This was the vampire. Oh diary. my god, with Helen. Yeah. This guy who was into blood sucking. So I'll just stop there. It was just such a interesting episode because you really like and when we posted that one, mm-hmm. so many people came out and said like, Oh yeah, I yeah. know people. someone yeah. who does this and I, I was shaking. I'm yeah, shaking. but I think it's also like boundaries too, like for yourself. Like how do you know when something is too much exactly and but how do you know what like when you should be open to something so that was definitely an interesting episode i think it also may opened our eyes up to how you have to stand your ground and ask the questions like if something is missing (laughs) you gotta listen to this episode because you'll know what i'm talking about i would ask why is this missing and not let them get away with it It was so to this day. Uh, that I got just, me so shook, hot and bothered. And, and your stories about it with the syringe. Was that you? Did you put the syringe? The syringe with the blood? And huh? as an emoji? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. I went I mean it's my Instagram the, story. Scorched in my mind. Yeah, it was a tough it was a tough episode. The um, next one, okay, this is my this is my favorite because this is me being a producer. Literally me thinking I'm making genius. <laughs> I am I know how to t- do a podcast. Like I'm a producer now. Um so we brought Jeff on who Who t- has a girlfriend now. Could have been you girl. But we're happy for him. Anyway, Jeff I mean, so- I don't know if he. Has, I think he has a girlfriend. I mean, he's posting photos of a girl on Instagram. Uh, basically, that's it, for yeah. having a girlfriend. Yeah. He well, Jeff girlfriend. joined us to share his um, passion, getting to know Tiffany. They met over a year ago on J Swipe, and then for the second date, Jeff took Tiffany as his plus one to his wedding. Then they, you know, continued not to, his wedding to his cousin's wedding. Yeah. Sorry, and they continued to stay friends and would meet up every couple months. So I decided to be like, oh my God, if I was doing a show, I'd bring back the guy and the girl, like what's not happening? Tell us the story of how they like keep going on these dates, but nothing ever happened. It was really good. If it was video, it would have been a hit because oh I could God. see it the connection so... and love, oh. but the like okay. disconnection because you're just a different place every One, time. <laughs> that is the most dramatic thing I've ever heard. But after this episode, I had so many people messaging me saying, why don't you date Jeff? He's perfect. And then on the flip side, he had so many people messaging him like, Tiffany seems like a real pill. She's really something. Like, why really? would you keep... Yeah, because they said like... Oh, because he was literally showing you love and like attention and like trying to connect and you were just like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. X. Yeah, I, I wasn't giving him what like he deserved. Yeah. And I think people who like cared about him, like they could see that and were upset for that but it's not that i didn't want to give it to i just like wasn't at the capacity and so many people were like oh my god jeff is perfect so i mean he's got his match now so i feel like it worked out for him right and that that taught me well not taught me it just reminded me of something that i remember in the best times of my life which is you Make sure your cup is full. You can't give from an mm-hmm. empty cup. Mm-hmm. So like Tiffany couldn't even meet him no, there I because she didn't such have. a bad play. I mean, when was this episode? <laughs> okay, man. Um, August 9th. I <laughs> mean, like it, that just tells you like I was going through so much during that time and I was not good and people could feel my energy and literally no capacity, no capacity. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And I was like, how could I take this other care of this other person if I can't even take care of myself? Um, 
and i just was not i was not, i like if you listen to that episode you'll hear like all my insecurities about how i look mm-hmm. and how i feel which like now looking back on that i'm like uh like cringe you know <laughs> but i was just not in a place to even like look at myself in a way where i like saw like the queen that i am but thank you for putting that out in the world i think people need it i think people need to know that not everyone always thinks they're a 10 and that's okay exactly. and it's fine to go through periods where you struggle with how you feel about yourself but i think the important thing is is to realize why you feel that way and get yourself out and get it together keep it moving keep it moving oh my god this one with nick mora <laughs> about how he refused to define the relationship situationships again and again i mean i think situationships are definitely a theme in 2018 don't you i think so i think it's all just in that world of like people not not i don't like to say not wanting to come in i think people people, it's in the world of people being scared being scared to make decisions and choices and going for things i want in case that maybe it doesn't like work out but i think Mm -hmm. we need to get back to the place i sound like i'm 50 or something but i think we need to get back to a place where you do a thing Mm -hmm. and it either works or it doesn't and if it doesn't you figure out why and then you do the next thing like it's okay it's okay for like things to be good and then like fall apart yeah and i think like it's important to also like be honest about what you want like Mm -hmm. that's what she was Mm -hmm. saying i think so many times you just want to go with the flow but it's not fair to like either person and it's not okay if the person like keeps like making you their second choice and that's and what hearing her story like made me really realize what i was doing to jeff too and like that's why like you should be honest like from the start like either like i'm not in a place today and if that person keeps like going like they're accepting that they're okay with that or let them go let them let them free let them free the next tiffany i've so my mind i literally do not remember this the next one with bruna i yeah i actually flew to um because she met him on twitter um and they talked and she flew to um this place to do like a press interview because her book was coming out and they connected and he like when she was doing the press interview on video he like made all these social media clips for her and she was saying how like all the guys she dated before that like treated her like shit um but oh literally i'm weeping i'm just like i'm i feel like this time was a blur i actually don't remember this did you black out of life here (laughs) what month was it this is August 28th. Oh, okay, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, so, girl. Yeah, that's how time for The you. fact that I still made episodes. I, I don't mean, even know. Oh, I don't know I'm how like, we still kept I'm in touch. I'm breakdown then. right now. I need, that, to, I need to remember my life. That was a lot. <laughs> um, but I think that episode was about how she needed to see an example of how she should be treated to not let the trash come in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm open. Like, literally, I feel like that whole time, well, that was a busy time in my life. You know oh the God. time. Well, the next episode I was remember great, this. though. I mean, how could you not remember this? No, the, yes, I remember. 
I know. I'm saying, yeah. how could you not? The X Factor revisited. We finally got Easton's side of the story, which was so great to hear because there were like some missing pieces from there that I'm like <laughs> glad we heard because it put a lot more things into perspective. Like I loved Kenny's story and I think it's still like the most magical story, but I think there were like really tough pieces and I mm -hmm. love on this episode where they both confront those harder moments in that whole saga. Exactly. Uh, this was good. This was good. I'm so glad he did it because I don't know, a lot of guys would not. A lot of guys would not and a lot of guys want to be like truthful and honest with how they're feeling because, you know, during the time we're like, how could Easton let Kenny go back? And he's right. like, I was freaking miserable during right. that time. Like That told me to be, Easton told me to, you gotta be, you gotta feel your emotions and be willing to like put them out yeah and he was vulnerable he like literally like told kenny like i want you to be my girlfriend and she's mm -hmm. like i'm not ready mm -hmm. but he put it out there and he didn't stop he was persistent because he felt something yeah oh good episode that was a great episode it was long too it was two hours oh my god but we learned so much and even now they said it's hard work like the end of that episode is really juicy. Um, but they just talked about like sometimes they have to take like these weak trips to like reinvigorate their passion. And I think that's great to hear. Like it's not all like fun and games. You know, they both like go to the gym and have jobs and, you know, meal prep, all this stuff. But that life gets in the way of romance sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to light that fire. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The next one was when long distance actually works. Oh, this is a Jared. Um, he met his man at a bar. You know what I loved about this episode? How he was so in love with his now fiance. Mm -hmm. Mitch. Um, now fiance where um, it, he wanted him to leave because he wanted him to have this experience in life and to feel fulfilled and i think that's so selfless like to get to the point where you are willing to like let this person go and be away from you it's so hard i can't even imagine but like because you want them to see them become their best selves truly amazing and mitch loved this episode he did yeah he was like, it's the sweetest thing. Because right after that, he went to go see him in Brussels. It was cute. So cute. cute. I think, like, you could tell how deep the love is there. Mm -hmm. And it really made me think, like, you know, how they met was so simple at a bar. But how the relationship developed and how, like, honest they were with each other about how they were feeling. I think theme of 2018 is the relationships that work required vulnerability right and it didn't matter when it didn't matter if it was appropriate for the person to say it in the beginning or not they everyone who's successful that's the theme they were vulnerable and they didn't look back exactly mm. mm -hmm. 2019's the energy you gotta keep that same energy i gotta keep it <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh wait so i thought i'm seeing it i think this is the time when tiffany starts getting her mojo back oh uh, yeah I think yeah this is the time <laughs> right and a month to heal by here this is literally your life this is your whole year yeah. i feel like it's like you can tell where you were you can tell because you uh 
if you guys like go back and listen to these episodes you can also feel the energy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can feel it the ups and downs you know i remember there were like several episodes where i'm like oh i hate this episode i sound so crazy and because i was really in like a crazy point in my life where everything was crashing and burning i had literally hit that wall that oprah talks about um and was struggling to rebuild yeah so this is our this is now tiffany doing the work and the episode was called change your energy to improve your dating life and you know talking about how dating can suck and basically your input dictating your output so like nothing life-changing here about Mm -hmm. like you know what they call it god religion the universe or like energy or whatever you do it was really like you you have to put in the right energy that you want back and we were supposed to do a, do a 21 day challenge Did we do? <laughs> no yeah do you remember what the 21 day no. challenge was it was like uh, mind body soul every so that's seven days for each mm-hmm. but to literally write because i went to a reiki healer at the time so i was like going to a healer actually she inspired a lot of like the life changes that happened during that time and she said write down a list of everything that you want I need to do this tonight, <laughs> starting tonight over 21 days of everything that you're looking for the ideal partner and read that every day for seven days, um, each like seven days, seven days, seven days. And if you mess up, you have to start all over again um, to hit all three. And I actually did this. She had me do another exercise where it was like writing down all the things that like she could feel I'm worried about. And then on the other side, writing all the things that I should like affirm with myself every day that like you're strong you have a big heart like all these things and i would read that like i remember during that time i was like deciding what to do with my life and it really helped me become strong um the power of like speaking things every day um what is that called like putting out your intentions verbally Mm -hmm. is like so powerful I know it's so weird because we know these things. And I feel like we know these things. It's it's hard. It's hard to put into practice, but it should be like brushing your teeth. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. Next, we had um, Willa, right? Yeah. Willa, who joined us to share her idea about creating a dating school um, so that people knew like the actual best practices and when to like give feedback and the common rules that people need to know to navigate the dating world. Revolutionary. You know what had me shook about this episode, though? The part where, like, the guy asked for feedback and she was like, oh, yeah, your breath didn't smell good and, like, things like that. It's, like, so hard because, like, his breath might smell good to someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, like, that venue might have been good for someone else. So I think sometimes feedback, though it may be a gift and we all love saying that, um, might actually be counterproductive because it just might be the wrong person. This was, no, I'm thinking of something else. The date with the someone smoking cannabis, but that's a later episode. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I really liked her school idea. I do think there are cer- certain things or, or like etiquette that if we all were like streamlined on how to behave could make things easier. Mm-hmm. But I think we're just in this, digital age where there are never going to be any set rules or right. ways to date. The next episode had Tiffany almost falling oh, off her seat and shouting at her guests in ways that I'd never heard okay, before. First of all, so many women were like, this guy is whack. He's giving me small dick energy. Like, love him. But the episode was so called When women. Playing Games is Essential to Dating. And our guest, Ben, at the time was just saying, sometimes you got to play a game a little bit. 
but his game was based on insecurity. He was going after girls who are already in relationships. And I'm like, honey, if they're going to leave their man and cheat on them with you, you best believe they're going to do the same thing to you with another man. I mean, he but he had his three them. pillars of success when it comes those to relationships. <laughs> what were those three pillars again? I cannot remember. But um, someone DM'd me the other day. She was like, this, someone new to the podcast. They yeah. They're like, this guy, I hate him. I yeah. hate him. Mostly girls. They're just Mostly triggered. girls, like, just thought... And I truly believe that it was just because he was burned so many times. Wait, I want to read like a message that I recently got from this because I just thought it was like so funny um, because people are still reacting to this. And he really struck a chord. Let's see. Um, oh, my God. This guy is the bottom of the barrel. His games are based off his insecurities because he's had so much rejection. He has PTSD. He's not about love. He's about control. He called girls waiting for guys to come at girls a game. He's lame. He lacks confidence, so he feels he has to manipulate to feel confident. He looks very confident. He's very confident. He looks confident, and that's he that's is. really the shocking thing. Not the way he was speaking makes me think otherwise. He has all the baseball card stats. I think he is a smart attractive like has a good job all those things but i think like i think he might have been burned a little too many times where he feels like these games will give him the upper hand and you weren't having it i was not having it but that's a great episode um, great good episode i learned a lot about the male psyche and mm. i learned like so he I did a he did something good here. Yeah, I don't want to date someone like that. Okay. I don't want to date someone like that. When you compared the two of us, I you almost gave me a heart attack. Um, but it's fine, I get it. Cool. Next up was um how successful women can win in life. Oh, and with love Jenna with Jenna Birch. Jenna, journalist Jenna Birch shared us to share her research on why so many independent success successful women are winning in life but losing in love and her book is called the love gap which mm. can you send it to me once you're done please thank you yeah I'll ha i have it i can give it to you um but yeah i think that one i mean what were the key takeaways to be upfront about what you want i remember her talking about that um and being playful do we talk about this um about not leading with what you do no was that in there I don't know, but I was thinking about this recently about how I only bring up like my job whenever when I want to like give myself credibility to someone. But I'm like, why do I put so much value in there? You know you why? Know? I know why, but I need to stop because I have a heart of gold and that should be the value. Okay. I go. do, and I'm wanting a personality. Um, but honestly, but you're playing these games. I'm playing these games. Um, but that episode was good. What did you love about it? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, what? Sorry, what was your question? What did I like it, about yeah. it? I just um, so books like ideas like this to me like, are are always shocking. Not like shocking yeah. and like new, but I feel like it's how have males and females or just people who date not figure this out? Right. Because this is a new. Yeah. Why do we keep doing these things? Yeah. Why do like guys say they want this and they don't? Yeah. Like why? Why? Why don't right. you say, like then say the thing that you want? 
I'm still trying to figure that because people are scared. It goes back to vulnerability. People are scared to say what they want. They don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, whether they want to. Because it's not. This is not like a recent thing. Y'all need to get it together out there in the dating world. One relationship, put the damn phone down. This is the one you were talking about with Alyssa about how she went on the date and the guy was like, "Can is it okay if I smoke?" Mm -hmm. And she's like, I guess. And then she invited her friends to the restaurant and they did an Irish goodbye mid-date. That was so weird. Um, but this book is good. I think it's really... The put, the fo- put the damn phone down. Mm-hmm. I think, um, again, not revolutionary, but really important to somebody to just say. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think we really, like, are we using the device or is the device using us? Mm. You know? Yeah. And I think, like... You know, in general, I think some people actually want to be used, which is fine. Some people want to use it. I think it's whatever it is. You just got to know what's happening is my general thing. Yeah, but it's like put down the phone and look someone in the eyes, you know? Like, I feel like now even, like, sometimes when I'm really looking into someone's eyes, I'm like, why do I feel a little uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Like, it shouldn't be like that, you know? Yeah. It was a great episode. Really good. Didn't you read the book? That's what I need to do. Yeah. Um, next, Chica came back. F- fourth appearance. <laughs> Love Chica. <laughs> oh my God, she her, was. <laughs> her stories just. She was in a, a fake lot. relationship. She was in a fake relationship. She caught herself dating. In um, inverted Stand commas, in some guy. Michelle Obama yeah. is what she felt like she was. I think you know. You got to call it like it is. If you're seeing him once every three weeks, he's not making time for you. He ain't your man. He's not your man. He's not the one for you. But I get it. We all get to that point where it's like, maybe you can be my stand-in Barack Obama. Right. Like, I think that's what was going there, too. Because it also so, looks good for yeah, both parties. it looks good for both. Yeah, but I just don't do that. Yeah. Um, next, we try to dabble into attachment styles. Oh, yeah. We got some feedback from some people like you didn't dig deep People enough. are like, you don't get it. You guys made it too su- superficial. You can't be every single attachment <laughs> style. Because we're, we're like, oh, my God, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Oh, uh, pull back. That's me. Embrace. That's me. Secure. That's me. But I think, like, everyone wants to end up with a secure attachment style. Yeah, but, like, most people are not, though. Most people are not. Um... I learned okay. to like think about my actual attachment style, not just one to know yourself, but really like what works yeah. from the other side and what energy you're giving. Because mm. I think I'm secure, but I'm not. I'm like dismissive avoidant, I think was the one. Mm. Um, Forget what I am. Yeah. And like, it's also like that's, that, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like not good. Um, next was ugh, ah, this one. This was the best. This one took I mean, the people out. It took the people out. It was called Fear of Being Single in Your 40s. Take this advice. Jamie came on. I the really think like epic. the trajectory of these podcasts mm. and like even going through this is like going to a more enlightened state. Yeah. You can tell it's very like the past was very. It's all about vulnerability. It's, now like it's like more okay. obvious. Like you have to put yourself out there. You have to take risks. Like she w- like waited till she got to her forties to start taking risks. But her advice to me was like take those risks today. And even you know we have some later episodes where the guests talk about that too. Is put yourself in that. It's gonna be scary, but like make that eye contact, smile, like 
treat it as like i'm gonna get this um and don't think oh this is too much because one day it's gonna be your everything you know yeah Great episode. The next one, losing yourself all for the sake of a mm. relationship. This is with James. This is really good. Like, how much to give? Like, how much money to invest in a relationship? How much time to give? Mm. Or quality time? Um, because there's a world where people do the least, but there's also a world where, like, you do, do too much yeah. for someone who doesn't deserve all that. Especially people who feel a lot and really want to be in something, yeah. like, good. I think it's really easy to, like, do too much too soon. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not that. I could probably do more. Yeah. Yeah, but I love that he still had the inner romantic in him. I think that's very rare and you don't see it often. I just hope that, like, the experiences that he has doesn't, like, turn him away from continuing that. Because it is hard. I mean, you get, like, people who come out and say that, oh, I'm married. It's like, why don't you tell me this in the beginning? It's hard to trust people when so many people... um, bury the lead exactly well, that, was, that was definitely an interesting episode but interesting. ask those questions sooner cool and oh, then how to thriving single honestly this episode again it's like the compounded like each episode like building 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 it really got us to the pinnacle of you know express yourself mm-hmm. say how you feel mm-hmm. we're not in the kindergarten playground anymore like be an adult yeah it's like it ends today yeah yeah you know basically donna this was amazing i amazing. think like because you know it was your single for a lot of long time and then the conversation really turned into like no that was intentional and that's on purpose and like yeah. i really work on myself and if i want to be with someone great like they have to i have to be, be great one but also have guys that rise up to that level i can't just be like accepting any kind of energy around here that was really dope that was really dope i would say standout episode standout episode and it just really makes you think about how about in those real in those moments in real life where you could take advantage of it all it takes is a smile all it takes is a moment of connection and i also love what she said about um connecting to people mm-hmm. figuring out what those points are rather than being like oh i saw your instagram thinking oh i really like that you host a podcast or i really like your voicemails or things like that um where you can connect to people on a deeper level which is great advice and then we have tough love lessons from courtney from reality Bye. yes this was our second podcast collab Yes. Yeah, we gotta we gotta bump it up next year. Yeah. We gotta do more. We gotta do more. Yeah, this is a great episode. What did you like about this? I love how you know, even though she said you know, don't take what I did in the beginning as advice in terms of like her begging this guy to date her. I love how she was so bold and always went for what she wanted. You know, she asked, which I think is like the first step. I was having a phone call conversation with someone today and he's like oh i'm so sorry for asking you this like is it okay i feel so bad and i'm like never be afraid to ask me something the answer might be no but like how about if the answer is yes and i think what i love about her is like she literally texted the guy like right after she like made the snap decision like i'm not gonna let this happen to me again she texted the guy that she was interested let's grab drinks that day Mm -hmm. um and courtney is very much like follows 
um, the beat like goes to the beat of her own drummer and she knows what she wanted. And the whole story was about how she was exerting her power to like make decisions and make choices, which I love. Oh, beautiful episode. And then the, se- the second last episode was with Chris Jacob. Jacobs? Jacob. Chris Jacob. Jacob, no S, yeah. I was right <laughs> yeah. the first time, don't oh, come at man. me. And that episode was all about being fearless, mm. which I think is the perfect way to end. Yes. From like, it, it went Fearful. up in flames after Fearful the sixth beginnings. date. <laughs> from like, just like this, like, I think it was really like a, a celebrity romance. Mm-hmm. You start off with the scandal, the mm-hmm. salaciousness, then you like have the part where you're really just falling apart to pieces because you were dating all the wrong people. And then you have your come to Jesus moment where you realize that you like have to take care of yourself to put your best foot out there and to really um, get that Nick Jonas, Priyanka Chopra moment. You have to love life. Mm, mm, mm. See And be fearless. No, who knew the whole podcast would tell us the journey of love? Yeah. I learned a lot. I, I'm really excited about 2019. Just going through all of this really, because we learned so, I learned so Me too. much. More than I bargained for. I learned a lot. The number one thing, I, well, I, I, will, I will just, my summary yeah. is it's really hard, mm-hmm. but if you're clear about what you want and what you're willing to put in for what you want of, of quality, yeah. you will make it. Yeah. Be fearless yeah. in your pursuit of what makes you happy. Yeah quote i didn't make that up but i think the important thing here is and what i saw with myself is i'm such a fearless person in my career um i want to bring that same feel to my relationships and i i think in this world and like my experiences really took me out of being fearless where i started and it it really goes back to also that episode where we talked about um how people told us not to post on social media how we stopped doing that the fear is what will prevent you from having that happiness Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. let other people tell you how you should date how you should live how you should be in life uh really figure that out for yourself and go forward with what will make you happy, not what will make the people around you happy. There you go. And with that, we bid you... Adieu. Adieu for 2018. Oh, my God. See you in the new year. 2019 is going to be fruitful. Fruitful. Fruitful is a good word because people will be... It's going to be amazing. going to be lit. It's going to be fruitful. You got to garden. You got to plant. You got to harvest. It doesn't just happen overnight. But I really think we put in the work in 2018 and When I didn't black out like about episodes I forgot. (laughs) But we like... I love how like the episodes reflect what we we were. Like people like... I, and so many people tell me they love mm. how we're so raw and mm. real and you can feel it. I think 2019, you're going to get Tiffany and Kudzi 10.0. There you go. Full thrive. Thank you, everyone. Make sure you follow um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tweet us um, anything you want us to talk about in 2019. And we'll see you in the new year. Goodbye. Bye. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go.